This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you well. Please do not forget to follow us over on Twitter, at MemphisCast, and to hit the subscribe button here on the Place to Be Wrestling Network so you do not miss an episode. Ho- uh, Place to Be Wrestling Network is home to great shows such as Talking WCW, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's main event, NWA Crock and Roll, and as you have heard for the last few, for for last week and uh, exclusively from last Monday, it is now the home of the Monday Night Project, our other show where we watch on a weekly basis Monday Night Raw. We are now into August 1993, so things are heating up towards the road to SummerSlam. You can follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast gives you the chance to buy some merchandise, some nicely designed t-shirts over there. So there's a couple of uh, new ones designed by Sean Nylon. He is uh, facing a difficult time at the minute with his uh, his mother is uh, extremely ill, so if you can... Uh, if you can afford to uh, help him out, they have got a GoFundMe set up, and you can find that at gofundme.com forward slash f forward slash rosary hyphen nylon hyphen medical hyphen fund. If you've got a, a few spare uh, pounds or dollars, it would be much appreciated if you could help Sean and the family for their uh, mother's medical expenses. Thank you very much. You can also follow the show on Vimeo, vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast. It gets you all the video footage you need to keep in uh, keep in contact, no, keep in uh, keep up to date with the Monday Night Project. We have got the uh, original unedited video versions over there, including retro commercials. That is much thanks to Richard Land. We've also got a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash MemphisCast. This week we are covering the 17th of April 1982. Last week we covered the 10th of April where we saw a quick episode. We saw some busted faces, some broken necks and stars were made as we saw Andy Kaufman versus Jerry the King Lawler. Now before we head down to ringside, two updates just to remind you as of next week and then for the following three, for the following four weeks... So four weeks, basically for the next four weeks after this week's show we are doing highlight video, highlight shows... 
So next week we're going to be covering the 8th of May to the 24th of July. I have already uh, been scouring what's happened in the world of professional wrestling and we will give you a uh, a highlight of what's been going on. Obviously we're not going to go um, week to week of what's been happening but we'll just pick out some of the good bits um, and then we will share them with you. But then this week of wrestling... On the 11th of April 1982, in the Eddie Graham Sports Stadium down there in Orlando, Florida, Butch Reed and Sweet Brown Sugar defeated David Von Erich and Dory Funk Jr. to win the North American Tag Team titles. Back up to Memphis on the 12th, this coming Monday, the uh, 9,121 saw Luke Graham, The Angel and The Midnight Express beat Roy Rogers, Bobby Fulton, Eric Embry and Danny Davis. Mid-America champion Dutch Mantel beat Norvell Austin. Southern Tag Team Champions Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar beat Bill Irwin, uh, Bill Irwin, Bill Dundee Steve Kern by disqualification. Jackie Fargo is uh, coming out of retirement and he is teaming with Jerry Lawler to defeat the Monk and Dream Machine. Robert Gibson battled Jimmy Hart and Bobby Eaton to a no contest in a handicap match and then Bobby Eaton won a two ring battle royal. The 16th is a busy day for wrestling. The... I don't know what promotion that is, but anyway, there's a uh, show at the Keel Auditorium in St. Louis. 8,024 saw NWA Missouri champion Dick the Bruiser defeat Crusher Blackwell by disqualification. Ken Patera defeated Dewey Robinson. Gene Kaninsky and Rufus R. Jones defeated Sergeant Slaughter and Ray Candy. Kevin Von Erich defeated Jerry Brown. Roger Kirby battled Steve Regal, not that one, to a draw. Mark Romeo defeated Ray Hernandez. Bulldog Bob Brown and Art Cruz defeated Gene Lewis and Ron McFarlane. The same night, the WWF put a show on in the Pittsburgh Civic Center. 13,000 saw Tony Guerrero and Mr. Soyito battle to a 20-minute time limit draw. Johnny DeFazio defeated Baron Mikel via disqualification. Jesse Ventura beat Tony Atlas by countout. Bob Backlund pinned Adrian Adonis. Ivan Putski defeated Mr. Fuji. WWF Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales pinned Greg Valentine in a brass knuckles match where Gorilla Monsoon was the guest referee. And then on this day, on the 17th of April, live on the Prism Network <coughs> from the Philadelphia Spectrum, 9,230 saw Larry Sharp Pin Jose Estrada via countout. Tony Guerrero defeated Johnny Rods. Bob Orton Jr. defeated SD Jones. Jesse Ventura beat Tony Atlas by countout. Greg Valentine pinned Steve Travis. Bob Backlund defeated Black Jack Mulligan via disqualification. Pedro Morales pinned Adrian, Madonna, Adrian Adonis. Ivan Putski defeated the Black Demon. And Andre the Giant and Rick McGraw defeated WWF Tag Team Champions Mr. Saito and Mr. Fuji via disqualification. And that is it. For this week. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us this week as we cover the 17th of April 1982. This is episode 87 of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. <laughs> Please enjoy. <laughs>
everybody. Lance Russell, Dave Brown, right along ringside. And by golly, we're ready to go at it again with championship wrestling, Davey. Already is right. Opening match today, we'll have the Dutchman in here, Dutch Mantel. Also, the Midnight Express, Norvell Austin, and Dennis Condry will be going in that tag team match. Jerry the King Lawler will be in, wrestling as a single today. We'll have Bobby Fulton going against the Dream Machine. Should be another fine single match. And the expiration of time match coming up today. Beautiful Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar with Hart on one side of the ring. On the other, it will be Robert Gibson and Eric Embry. That's the expiration of time. Yeah, that'll be an exciting little son of a gun. And by golly, we got a special or two that we're going to be running across on Championship Wrestling today. You stay right where you are. We're going to take it out in time right now and be back with an opening bout with the Dutchman going in just a moment. So we've got a, another action-packed car there, Dutchman Tell, Midnight Express. Bobby Fulton will be seen for the first time on television. He's going up against the Dream Machine. We've got Jerry Lawler in action, so it's probably going to be another 30-second match. And then an exploration of time tag team match. Bobby Eaton, Sweet Brown Sugar going up against Eric Embry and Robert Gibson. And we're going to be possibly seeing... We may be seeing some more stuff maybe to do with Andy Kaufman as well. So let's head down to ringside for our first match, which will feature the Dirty Dutchman. Tag team match set to go. One fall, 15-minute time limit, introducing at a total of 469 pounds from Memphis, Tennessee, Norvell Austin. From Florida, Dennis Condry. Going against him at 449 pounds. From Arkansas, Joe Stark. And from Oil Trough, Texas, Dutch Mantel. One fall, 15-minute time limit, referee Jerry Calhoun. Okay, Randy Rose not with the Express today, just Condry and Austin to go in this tag match with Stark and Mantel. The Dutchman will be starting on the far side of the ring. And Dennis Condry, the man that's starting on this side of it. Andre against the Dutchman. So we've got uh, Dutchman Tell and Joe Stark teaming up against Dennis Condry and Randy Rose. Nice clean footage this week. Nice blue background. Dutchman Tell, black singlet, black boots. Dennis Condry, purple trunks and boots. Hammerlock takedown by Dutch. Continues the work with a arm ringer. Dropping the elbow on the elbow. Um, bar now, Jerry Calhoun, lovely uh, red top, white trouser. <coughs> Joe Stark, I don't think we've seen Joe Stark before. He's, I saw his name mentioned in a few house show results, but he is uh, his first television appearance, teaming with the Dutchman. Dennis Country tags in Norvell Austin, Norvell Austin red trunks, red boots. No Randy Rose this week. Both been circling, calling over a type. Armbar takedown into a armbar by the Dirty Dutchman. Last week we saw Dutch versus uh, the week uh, two weeks ago we saw Dutch versus uh, Gypsy Joe and Bowl and Shoe Ugly. Oh, the grand by Dutch. Couple of fists traded by these gentlemen now circling. Calling over a type. Arm ringer again by Dutch. Smashing his elbow across the back of the arm. Mantel. Full house here as always in the WMC studios. Crowd fully behind Dutch Mantel. 
Norvell often whips him off. Shoulder attack by Mantel. Armbar takedown into an armbar once again. Dennis Condry started in there. He's sent back to the corner by referee Jerry Calhoun. Mantel tags his partner. This is Joe Stark. Joe Stark now in blue singlet white boots. We're a little over two minutes into the action. Continues to work on the arm of Norvell Austin. Norvell pushes him at the ropes. Irish work crisscross. Down by Joe Stark. Leap over by Norvell Austin. Back. Body drop by Joe Stark. Norvell Austin looking for that tag. Tags in. Big bad Dennis Condry. Both men circling. Calling over a type. Go behind by Dennis. Take down. Must be a bit of amateur wrestling here by Dennis Country. We saw that a couple of weeks ago as well. He must have an amateur background. Who's JR when you need him? But tell him what college he went to. Dennis Country complaining of a hair pull. He's got plenty. He's got that glorious lion mane of Dennis Country. Both men circling, calling over a top. Side headlock now by Stark. Cinches that some bitch in. Dennis picks him up Dennis with ease. Tries to take him down, but Joe Stark Joe holds onto the uh, headlock. Boy, Stark, quick move. As Condry broke out of it, Joe Stark was quickly on his feet. Andre with a cover. Got one. Over near the ropes. Now back to the center of the ring. I do apologize for any bad language that was uh, terms of uh, terms that we used for the crowd there. I heard a couple slip through. Obviously, times were different 40 years ago. Dutchman tail now in. Atomic drop. Goes Dennis. Norville Austin back in. Norvell Austin complaining of uh, clenched fists. Con over type. Go behind by Dutch. And oh, atomic drop to Norvell Austin. Picks him up. Slams him down. Dutch drops the elbow. One, two, kick out. Joe Stark coming back in. Joe Stark now back in. Five minutes gone. About five minutes. Five Side headlock now by Mr. Stark. Norvell Austin pushes him into the corner. Nope. Forearm smashed by Austin. Whips him from corner to corner. Comes following in. Joe Stark moves. Norvell Austin hit nothing but top turnbuckle. Joe Stark goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Side headlock now by Joe Stark. First time we've seen him, and he's a uh, quite Joe impressive Stark. little wrestler. Lance has now come back from having a cigarette. Big slam by Norvell. Tags in Dennis. But he, Dennis is met with an arm bar takedown by Stark. 
Got him with the arm and took Condre down. Jerry Calhoun down there checking the uh, shoulders. As we approach the six-minute mark here, action all the way. Tagging the Dutch. Over near the corner, Big right hand to Dennis. And again. Dennis replies with his own, but so does Dutch. Fist to fight now coming between these two gentlemen. Dutch is pissed, he's dropped the straps. Couldn't quite tell because of all that hair on Dutch. <laughs> he did not make the tag. Dennis just back to the corner there near Norvell. Uh -oh, Dutch is in the wrong part of town now. Snapmare by Dennis. Oh, but Dutch evades the fist drop. Big right hand by Dutch. Tags in Norvell. He missed Dutch and hit that uh, ring, Dave. Norvell steps in there. Mantel grabs the left arm, puts a little twist on it. Seven minutes gone. Reversal, reversal, and Dutch Mantel ends up with it. Shoulders on the mat, count started. Only a one count, Norvell Austin, though, did not have the right shoulder pinned to the mat, and he was able to lift it. Irish whip by Dutch. Oh, smart move there by Dutch. Dutch ducked. He could see that Norvell was coming with offense, so he evaded the kick. Picks up Norvell, slams him down. Dutch drops the knee across the vest. One, two, kick out. Joe Stark now in. Joe Stark whips Norvell Austin. Big back body drop by Stark. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Reverse chin lock now by Monsieur Stark. Dennis still complaining of hair pulling. Skateboard Norvell tags in Dennis. Tag made by Austin and oh, Dennis Austin now stumping Stark while Norvell had Norvell covered him so he couldn't escape. Big right in by Dennis. Oh, shot to the throat by the referee's back. Now no ropes. Iris whips him. Oh, what a lariat! That was a, that wasn't no clothesline. That was a lariat. Dennis Country now with a side Dennis suplex with ease. Oh, Dennis throws Stark into the knee of Norvell, tags in Norvell. Norvell now in. The tide has turned in this match now for the Midnight Express. Irish whip now by Norvell. Big back elbow, goes down, down goes Stark. Picks up Joe Stark. Oh, backbreaker. Tags in Dennis. Once again, Norvell stops Stark from getting anywhere near Dutch. Oh, double sledge to the back. Stark trying to fight out of this predicament. He's trying to get to Dutch. He's trying to get to Dutch, but Norvell comes in and stops that. That doesn't stop Dutch Mantel flying across the ring. We do not piss off Dutch Mantel. Then he's going for a suplex. Beautiful suplex. Very impressive. 
I've always, I've, I've, the Midnight Express I, I always saw was um, Stan and Bobby. I never quite saw Dennis. Um, but then I've been very impressed with Dennis in this run and the run he had with um, David Schultz as well. Very impressed on Dennis. Irish rip now. Double back elbow by the Express. Norvell in legally. Dex just comes flying in the ring. Just Pepper and Norvell off with some right hands. <coughs> Double team by the Express there behind the referee's back. Norvell Austin in still legally. Stark still in. He needs that tag desperately. Norvell slams him down. Tags in Dennis. Joe Stark crawling, but Dennis stops him. Dennis comes in now, all four men in the ring. Here comes that Midnight Express double team. Dennis picks him up. Norvell Austin drops him down from the top rope. Dostak is in trouble. Referee saw it, referee saw it, referee saw it. Midnight Express just threw Joe Stark over the top rope just as the referee turned. That is an instant disqualification here in Memphis. Joe Stark is down and out on the concrete floor. Dutch Mantel is getting double teamed in the ring by the Midnight Express. Joe Stark is hurt, I think. He fell very awkwardly as he came over the top rope. It's two on one. Oh, that's Jerry Calhoun doing? You can't fucking do that, ref. Bang! You deserve that, Jerry Calhoun. Jerry Calhoun basically tackled Norvell Austin down, and Norvell Austin deservedly turned around and punched him in the face. Who do you think you are, Calhoun? Fucking Hepner? Holy shit. Midnight Express kicking the shit out of Dutch Mantel here. Joe Stark can't get to his feet. Who's this? Eric Embry. Ah! Oh. <laughs> he tried to jump over the top rope. Dennis Condry just came and just knocked him down. Bobby Fulton now getting the shit kicked out of him by Norvell and... <laughs> Midnight Express beating the shit out of these motherfuckers. Someone's going to have to come out here and save Dutch. Midnight Express now going for that double team manoeuvre. Dennis picks him up. Here comes Lawler. Here comes Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler knocks Norvell Austin off the top rope. Big right hand to Dennis Condry. Bam goes Norvell. Down goes Dennis. Jerry Lawler comes out once again and saves the day. He did this two weeks ago to Dutch. And Dutch was not best enamoured with it. So we'll have to see what the Dirty Dutchman thinks about this, I believe. Dutch not happy again. But Jerry Lawler has just saved him. This is an ongoing issue between these two gentlemen. Dutch Mantel shoves him, jumps out of the ring. Your winners by disqualification, Dutch Mantel and Joe Stark. Shake it up with uh, the king. He, uh, he let just, me just I, say, let me just say this. Let me get this all clear of the air completely. That makes three times that I have tried to help that goof. Now that is the last time, and I mean the last time, that I am going to try to help him. The only reason I did is because I respect Dutch Mantell as a wrestler. He is a damn good wrestler, one of the toughest that I ever fought. 
And we would make a great team, Lance. That's what I've been trying to do. But apparently he don't want to have nothing to do with me. So that's fine. From now on, Dutch Mantel, I won't help you one bit. Someday you're going to need my help, but I won't be there, baby. I'm through with you, Mantel. You can forget it. Well, the bitterness runs pretty deep as far as the Dutchman is concerned. Dave, obvious. Uh, they, uh, the king on his way out helping Joe Stark up. Joe took quite a pounding in there before they heaved him over that top rope early. But Dutch Mantel uh, got the help of Lawler, and he was in bad need of it at that particular moment. But Dutch uh, apparently is not interested in uh, Guess letting not. bygones be bygones. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. 11.02 the time on that one. Dutch and uh, Joe Stark win it. 11 minutes, two seconds. Disqualification on Austin and Condry. More action coming up in just one moment. Yet to go right here on Championship Wrestling. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll see the King and manager Danny Davis uh, will be out here a little bit later in a single match. As the King out and got some action in already in there. Dutch That's just, right. Uh, well, we're just going to forget about him. Don't even mention his name to me anymore. I want to talk about an upcoming match. Wait, wait a minute. Hold it just a second, Jerry. You were not here last week, and, and before you... Start making any comments about the upcoming championship defense. Uh, I would like for you to stand here and take a look at a tape that we have. Sonny King was here, and we want you to hear uh, the conversation that we have with Sonny. Can we get it? Lance, when I was in intensive care, they let my little seven-year-old son come in, and he looked at me, and tears was in his eye. And he says, I couldn't talk to him. My mouth was full of tubes and everything. But he says to me, Daddy, he says, are, are, are you going to be able to wrestle again? And I says, I couldn't talk to him. I just winked my eye at him and shook my head. But that's gone back in my mind and back in my mind. And Lance, for Larry, I'm going to wrestle again. A lot of people say no. The doctor's not certain about it, but I am certain about it. Lance, I've been training. I'm in shape. I feel I'm in shape physically and mentally. And I want a match to find out if I'm ready by not starting on the bottom, come right back on the top where I was when I left. Um, I'm talking to the promotion. I'm asking for a championship match. They said I got to bring, I've carried the x-ray to them. I've carried the note from the doctor. I've showed up my uh, training program, and uh, I'm just waiting. But Lance, I'm going to be defeated and retired if I'm going to be defeated. But I'm going to wrestle again for Larry, and I'm going to have Larry, wherever I get a match at, I'm going to have Larry there. Hopefully, I can get a championship match, and this would be it for me either. That proved to the people that I am ready, or I proved to myself that I'm not. And believe me, I'll be more than glad to take a nine to five. But I want to say this to the people. I promised Larry that I would wrestle again. And maybe one more match. It has to be a championship match. That may be my last match, but I'm willing to accept it. But the truth has come out from the intensive care. The fact is that I did wrestle again because I said to Larry I would. Okay. Sonny King uh, in a conversation we had with him last week. And... Uh, there's no question about it. Sonny and I have had a lot of differences in the past, but he's dedicated. 
Well, that's true. I'm beginning to wonder, uh, you know, with this match now, I'm beginning to wonder what the promoter, Eddie Marlin, wants me to be. You know, I, I, it looks like he's trying to make me the bad guy around here or something, doesn't it? You know, I have people... I have people ask me all the time, are you the good guy or the bad guy? I've always just been Jerry Lawler. But, you know, it seems like lately I have to wrestle somebody like, uh, well, I, I take Andy Kaufman in the ring who runs his mouth all over the country, knocking wrestling. So I drop him on his head a couple times. And you wouldn't believe this, Lance, but I got, I've gotten about, uh, about 600 letters of people saying, how could you do that to another human being? Can you believe I mean, they are, they're mad at me. I'm the bad guy. I'm watching Good Morning America and Frank Gifford's making me look like a big monster or something, you know. And now I've got to go in the ring against Sonny King. You know, and here's a man who has been stabbed. You, you know, I mean, it's an incredible story. He was stabbed really through Next his heart. Event. A surgeon takes the man's heart out and has to sew it back together and open heart surgery and all of this kind of stuff. And this is, this is uh, how, can, how can somebody listen to an interview about him... Uh, talking about his little son, wanting to know if he's ever going to wrestle again. How can they want to see a man like that lose? I'd like to see him win myself if he wasn't wrestling me. But all I got to say is, this is not, you know, this is not making me look uh, like Mr. Nice Guy. And I am a nice guy. You know that, don't you, Lance? <laughs> okay. Well, let me, let me just say this. About the Sonny King match. I, I know perfectly well what Sonny King is going through because I went through a similar situation, you know this, Lance, with my leg. Yeah. There was a point when I thought, because of the injury to my leg, that I would never be able to wrestle again. And the most important match in my entire life was my first match back after the leg healed because it was the match where I had to prove not only to the fans and the promotion, but most of all to myself, that I could still wrestle. And that was, you know, that was, like I said, the most important match that I've ever been in. Now, Sonny King is in a similar type match, except he's been through ten times the ordeal that I went through. You know, to have open-heart surgery, to be near death like he was, and then to come back and want to, you know, he has to prove to himself, and not only, you know, his little son, that he can still wrestle again. And I know this means all the world to Sonny King. But what I want to say to Sonny is the fact that I want you to realize that as much as that means to you, as much as this match means to you, Sonny, this belt right here means the exact same to me because I've given 10 long years of my life to reach the top in this profession and to win and wear this belt proudly and for me to go out there and have any kind of, you know, to uh, hold back anything at all, not do my very best to beat Sonny King any way that I can and to win that match would be not being fair to my fans and not being fair to myself. So I want Sonny King to know that this may be his first match back and it may be his last match because I've got to come in there, Sonny, and I've got to do everything in my power to beat you. And I can't, I can't show any mercy. I can't have any feelings for him. All I can do is look at Sonny King just like I look at any other wrestler when I step in that ring, Lance. And I'm going to go in there with this belt, and I'm telling Sonny King right now that I'm going to do my dead-level best to come out with it. By golly, Jerry, I, uh, I can't hold that against you. I don't think anybody can. Uh, it's a profession, and uh, you have been at it, taking lots of bumps, knocks, cuts, and everything else. You've done your time in the hospital and a lot more of it, too, and uh, I can't blame you for it. I, I just, the only question I don't know is what kind of physical shape King is in. He says he's in great shape, and if he is, it's going to be one whale of a match. It I sure is, and I, I want to say this. I want to wish Sonny King the best of luck. You know, uh, like I said, it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to, 
root against a man in a situation like he's in. But uh, that's why I'm wondering, you know, what, what's going to be the reaction of the fans? But I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to do everything I can, no matter what it is, Lance, to win that match. Okay. Well, there it is. The King, Danny Davis. You know what sticks in the back of my mind? I wonder if at some one given point, that interview that uh, Jerry stood here and watched with us might pop into his mind in there and all it can take against a guy who is as capable and as big and strong and agile as Sonny King is, is that one second of hesitation that uh, could cost him. We'll just have to see. I know this, that it's going to be a whale of a match when King and Lawler get together. And uh, it's one that I want to see just to uh, see Sonny back in action again. You know, a few weeks ago, we had uh, an incident take place here that I think many of you are familiar with, with Bill Dundee, that uh, involved Sweet Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby Eaton and Jimmy Hart and all of that. And uh, Billy uh, ultimately ended up with a shoulder that was with the ligaments and muscles torn. He was out for five weeks and didn't wrestle. Uh, we're interested in bringing you up to date and let you see some of that action and bring the whole story right up to this particular point. Let's take a look. Before we take a look at that, just a few quick notes. Uh, good to see Sonny King back. Um, enjoyed his work when he was here before. Just to, for, for some of you who don't know, Sonny King is a former WWF World Tag Team Champion. He won the titles in 1972 with Chief J. Strongbow. They then lost the titles. Uh, they, sorry, they, they beat Baron McElsa-Cluna and King, uh, King Curtis Ikea. They then lost the titles after a month to Professor Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. So he is a accomplished wrestler um, and also the story about him being stabbed is true um, while waiting for a card to start in the Carolinas he noticed a male force his way into an arena past an elderly security guard when Sonny King confronted the man he was stabbed numerous times during which he suffered a punctured lung and the knife nicked his heart Johnson was rushed into emergency surgery years later Sonny uh, Johnson, his real name is Larry Johnson. Johnson recounted the surgeon having to massage his heart outside of his body to keep him alive. So that is all true. Cause sometimes you hear these stories about they they'll say something, um, but that is totally true. And it's weird to think that thirty Jerry Lawler saying about how bad this was, and then it's weird to think thirty years later Jerry Lawler would unfortunately be having a similar issue. But I guess get all past that morbidness and let's hear an update on Bill Dundee. Have you seen a, a, a music video of where Bill Dundee got attacked by the first family and how he had that shoulder severely damaged? Bobby Eaton, Jimmy Hart holding him while Sweet Brown Sugar came off the top rope. Kabam! And beating the crap out of him, they did it once. They did it twice, so they also kicked the shit out of Bill Dundee, which resulted in him being out of action for five weeks. Uh, we saw a music video last week. Was it last week or the week before? Of him on a horse, of course. And then, uh, But he is now back in action. Now jumped forward and seeing him being attacked in the Mid-South Coliseum. He tried to interfere in the match between... Oh, sorry, he tried to intervene in the match between the Gibsons and Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. And once again, he got a chair round him, a cane round him. 
We're now seeing the uh, footage of him on his horse with an arm in a sling. Totally sure what the uh, relevance of the music is, but it's all very classical and very uh, pomp and circumstance, if you will. that he can ride a horse with the one hand and the arm in a sling I'm guessing this is on somebody's um, ranch because there's like buildings in the background and probably Jerry Jarrett's house probably Bill now uh, walking around the, the wooded area with a, with a little uh, nice little stick with his arm in a sling looking around Tiddly dum, tiddly dum. What's he saying? He's seen something. Oh no, just a, just some more wood. Good lord, this is uh, very tedious. seen footage of uh, this was last week uh, Jimmy Hart and Jimmy Hart Jr. came out and they wanted to face Robert Gibson in a handicap match Robert Gibson came out he was then confronted by Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton who smashed a big ploy, wa- ploy board plywood board over his head which then busted him open obviously because it's Robert Gibson on a Saturday morning <coughs> Stan Lane and Steve Cohen came into uh, help so it made it four on three Jimmy Hart pounding around with the cut of Robert Gibson and then uh, all of a sudden out comes one Mr. Bill Dundee to equal up the numbers oh good god make an American hero <laughs> I reckon Bill Dundee out to be like Lex Luger. 
Bang! Drops JR Hart with that pile driver. Picks him up and does it again, and JR Hart was left dead in the ring. Bang! Bill Dundee back with a vengeance as this absolute chaotic brawl happens on the outside. The feisty Australian goes out and chases Jimmy Hart out of the arena. While Steve Kern and Stan Lane continue to work over the midnight, sorry, the uh, first family. Build and D with that plywood board over the back of Sweet Brown Sugar, over the head of Bobby Eaton, causing absolute chaos. Throwing chairs, throwing everything. Absolute scenes that we saw last week. Build and D coming back. Throwing chairs, he doesn't care who he's hitting. Watch out, crowd, he'll hit you as well. I don't understand the music, the weird, just a very weird music choice. Classical, and now this patriotic noise. All for the little Australian Bill Dundee. Stan Lane's pushing Bobby Eaton into the crowd. Bill Dundee swinging like Babe Ruth with a chair. I think there's no question that uh, the superstar's uh, shoulders in pretty good shape. He's, back. He's wheeling a mean <laughs> chair and boards and everything else. He is back in D. Bill Dundee. We're going to be back in just a moment. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin' Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? (laughs) Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. (laughs) Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. 
You know, you know, on your barbecue, there's always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a miniseries. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. One fall, 15-minute time limit match coming up. Introducing, at 197 pounds, the invader going against him from Memphis, Tennessee, 232 pounds, the King, Jerry Lawler. One fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee, in Lawler's corner, is manager Danny Davis. Okay, they're talking. I think the King was making, was alluding to the, uh, the mass that the invader has on, which is... We are back. Jerry Lawler is back on the ring. Black and yellow singlet, black boots going up against the Invader. Black and blue singlet, black boots, blue mask with his uh, eyes. He's got no hole. He's got no holes in his eye holes. But that doesn't seem to put him off. 197 pounds of the Master Invader going up against the AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion. Jerry Lawler. Clean break following a shove into the corner. This has already lasted longer than the last match Jerry Lawler was in on television. Colin Obertop, headlocked by the Invader. Headlock now, he's still got it on. Oh, cinching it in. We saw what happened the last time someone uh, had Mass Invader in a. and it's exactly the same result. We saw that last week when Andy Kaufman put Jerry Lawler in a headlock. Fist drop off the second rope. Hurt the hand. One, two, three. He'll win her. Following a fist drop. Jerry the King Lawler. Lawler got him. Really no trouble. He got him with a suplex. Came back, uh, covered him. And one minute, six seconds is the time on it. One oh six. Ah, now the king says, hey, if you want to take his mask off? Crowd, of course, says yes, but the invader has uh, left the ring and is headed back for the dressing area. There goes the king. He wins it. Minute six seconds, the time on it. Lance? Yeah, and the invader is added to the list that has become victim of that big right hand of Lawler's as he sailed out of there and really creamed him, got a one, two, three on it. Coming up Monday night down at the... Uh, uh, the action uh, that we will be having around. Oh, no, not again. Jimmy Hart back in here in the dream machine. He's tasked. Obviously, they love you, Jimmy. There's no question. I hate these people. You made more study than $2 radio. You know what, baby? But I'm going to tell all the people about the dream machine. You know, the dream machine has been in the back seat, overlooking mistook, if you understand what I'm saying. 
the only way the promotion would give me a match. They said, Dream Machine, your win and loss record is straight down, brother. That's your win and loss record. The only way the Dream Machine, number one soul man, could get a match is to put up my mask and my hair because they dream, They said, Dream Machine, you're going to lose the way it's been looking, brother, but I want to tell you something. You know, at one time, I was this man right here. number one soul man. I was the number one man in the group, the first family, but not no more. Because like I said, my winning loss record, you know, I've been singing the blues, but you know, when you sing the blues, you must live the blues. And I've been living the blues, moving and grooving, baby. But you know, I want to tell you one thing, Dutch Mattel, you're going to be in for one fight, brother. You're going to be in for one fight because this mask and my hair is at stake, you understand what I'm saying. And I am the dream machine, but from coast to coast to pillar to post, don't fear no man walking God's green earth, but Dutch Mantel. I will take the Mid-America belt from you, and I will be the Mid-America new champion. You don't believe it, and I know all the people don't believe it, but I'm going to promise you that I will be your number one man once again. I will return, Jimmy, because I do love you, and I will love the first family forever. And my hair and my mask will not leave, and I will be the new champion. Doesn't but I believe it, Dream, and that's the most important thing. That's the most important. He's alluding to the fact that they've got a... Uh, title match coming up in the future with Dutch Mantel no time limit no disqualification in mid-America heavyweight belt will be at stake and the dreams mask and hair will be at stake we'll have more on that later on right now we're going to take time out we'll be back for action in the ring in just a moment Just a quick, because um, this is the first time, or I think it might be the first time in a long time, that the Mid-America title has been mentioned. It was a, or sorry, it is a professional wrestling title defended in the U.S. states of Tennessee and Alabama. The title began in 1957 and lasted first until 1980, when it was first abandoned when Jerry Jarrett took over the Mid-America titles from Nick Goulas. Jarrett revived it in 1981, making it part of the Memphis-based Continental Wrestling Association. It lasted until 1987, when it was unified with the newly created Championship Wrestling Association heavyweight title. So the very first champion was Buddy Rogers, and the likes of Jackie Fargo, Harley Race, Bill Dundee, Bob Armstrong, Tommy Rich, Randy Savage, Dutch Mantel... Bobby Eaton, Dennis Condry, Tojo Yamamoto, Rocky Johnson, Robert Gibson, Ron Bass, Steve Kern, Bugsy McGraw, The Dream Machine have won it. So it was vacated on the 26th of October 1981 when Dutch Mantel, who was the champion, won the AWA Southern Heavyweight title. It was then put back into action on April the 19th, 1982, where The Dream Machine wins it. So that is coming up this because yeah, so they're talking hair versus or title versus mask match between Dutch Mantel and the Dream Machine. So the Dream Machine keeps his mask but wins the Mid America title. Back to action. One fall, fifteen minute time limit single match. Introducing from Columbus, Ohio, two hundred eighteen pounds, Bobby Fulton going against him. From New Orleans at 270 pounds, the Dream Machine with his manager, Jimmy Hart. This match one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. 
bell rings and this is our first time of seeing Bobby Fulton future fantastic Bobby Fulton wearing blue trunks yellow boots going up against the big jewelry machine black singlet white boots a red and blue mask Dream Machine in control of this match as you'd expect reversal by Bobby Fulton comes in monkey flip in the corner lovely maneuver there Bobby Fulton's going to have the, the speed here. Both men circle corner over top. Side headlock by Fulton. Hair pull by Dream Machine. Clobbering away now is the Dream Machine. Irish whip. Big. Oh, not a big back body drop. A medium sized back body drop. Picks up Fulton. Whips him again. Oh, just a straight stump to the gut. Oh, drops an elbow to the back of the head of Bobby Fulton. Dream Machine picks up Fulton. Whips him. Oh, big clothesline there by the machine. Big splash. Un. Dos. Tres. Your winner following a big splash. The Dream Machine. And an elated Jimmy Hart. Heads into the ring after him here. One minute, seven seconds. One minute, seven seconds. The time on it as the Dream Machine has the win. Big expiration of time match. We're just about set to go with it. Here come the AWA Southern Tag Champions. This is a non-title match. It will go to the expiration of time. Introducing at a total of 447 pounds from Cloverport, Kentucky, Eric Embry. And from Pensacola, Florida, Robert Gibson. Going against him at a total weight of 448 pounds. From Union City, Tennessee, Sweet Brown Sugar. And from Huntsville, Alabama, beautiful Bobby Eaton. Their manager, Jimmy Hart. This is an expiration of time match. The belts are not on the line. The referee is Jerry Calhoun. Stage is set. We're back in this main event time, baby. Robert Gibson starting off. He's had enough of Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton. Irish whip. Big right hand. Big right hand to Sweet Brown Sugar on the apron as well. Robert Gibson again. Big back body drop on Eaton. Robert Gibson, red trunks, white boots, Bobby Eaton, and Sweet Brown Sugar, purple tights, white boots, crisscross, Sweet Brown Sugar are now in, and he is disposed of with a big back body drop, and a drop kick again by Robert Gibson, Robert Gibson is a house of fire, he's had enough of these two people, beating the shit out of him and his brother, Eric Embry now in, red and blue tights, White boots, big back body drop to Sweet Brown Sugar from the future flamboyant one. Bobby Eaton now in. Big right hand with Eric Embry. Irish whip now. Double sledge to the gut. And Eric Embry slams Bobby Eaton down. Drop kick by Eric Embry. Eric Embry's a house of fire since he's been in the territory. Oh, double team behind the referee's back. Tag now. Bobby Eaton whipped Embry into the ropes. Eric Embry leapfrogged Bobby Eaton. Sweet Brown Sugar behind his back came in and gave him a big right hand. Sweet Brown Sugar now in legally. Takes down Eric Embry with a back suplex. Tags in Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton now picks up Eric Embry. Slams him down with ease. 
Goes into the corner, drops the elbow. Beautiful Bobby dropping that elbow and Eric Embry trying Eric Embry to get in trouble here. But no such luck is eaten. Bobby Eaton now choking. Cho choking Eric Embry over the second rope. Bobby Eaton now still choking him in front of Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart going to be a factor in this match. Bobby Eaton slams Embry. Second rope on the inside goes Eaton. Oh, drops the knee across the chest. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Stumped by Bobby before he leaves the ring. Sweet Brown Sugar stomping away on Eric Embry. Embry trying to get that tag but can't quite reach Robert Gibson. Armbar now by Sugar. Drags Eric Embry into his corner. Tags in Bobby. Eric Embry trying to, try to escape but can't. Oh! Kick to the gut by Eaton. Reverse chin lock now. And beautiful swing and net breaker. A maneuver that he would uh, use in the future years to great, great—I uh, don't know what the word is—great achievement, I guess. Tags in sweet brown sugar. Big right hand by Sugar. Crowd trying to get behind Eric. Eric needs that tag. He needs to get in Robert Gibson again. He escapes the armbar. Oh, big right hand behind the referee's back. Arm bar now by Sweet Pan Sugar, slowing the pace of the match down ever so slightly. Beautiful Bobby Eaton all the way since about the first uh, two minutes here. Right after that blazing forearm that Sugar nailed Embry with, and they really have dominated since that point. Embry trying to fight his way out of it, but he snapped back down, and oh. Eaton, he couldn't get to Bobby Eaton got tagged in, he then went immediately over and knocked down Robert Gibson to stop the tag. Bobby Eaton throws Eric Embry through the ropes onto the outside. Sweet Brown Sugar then throws him back in. Big round by Bobby. That trademark right hand. Oh, back elbow. And again. <coughs> and again. Clobber and time here by boot for Bobby. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Double Irish whip. Double back elbow. Robert Gibson's had enough. Robert Gibson is in. Big right hand to Sweet Brown Sugar. Yeah, he had enough. Double team. Oh! Dropping Eric Embry crotch first on the top rope. That is the first fall. Goes to Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. team of Eaton and Sugar in the first fall. As Robert Gibson comes out to keep him off of Emory after it was over with. So there it was. First fall action goes to the team of Eaton and Sugar, Davey. Time on at 4 minutes, 42 seconds. 4.42. 4.42. And the win to Embry and Sugar. First fall. We'll check the clock and be back with you in a moment. Without exception. Time runs out every week. Yes, it's true. Sure, sure well, I tell you, we had a lot of action in there, starting with oh, that we did. very first tag match, which was a sizzler, to say the least. Mm. Did not slow down all no, day long, as a matter right. of fact. We had uh, Dutch Mantel. 
So ladies and gentlemen, as Lance and Dave run down the results for us, this has been episode 88, 87, sorry, 87 of the uh, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. We've just covered the 17th of April, 1982. Thank you very much for your continued support. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget, now for the next four weeks, we're going to be having highlight shows. So they're going to be slightly longer shows, but we're going to be covering, in the next month, we're going to be covering five months five and a half months in the next month so stay tuned we're going to be seeing some new faces plenty of new faces we're going to probably see i think we're going to be seeing some returning faces and we're going to be seeing lots and lots of classic memphis action so do not touch that dial but if you haven't already subscribe here on the place to be wrestling network or on all good podcast suppliers simply search memphis content wrestling cast and you will find us while you are there also search monday night project and you will find our new show which is out each and every monday here on the place to be network so don't forget to follow us on twitter at memphis cast follow the network at ptbn wrestling ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast gets you your merchandise. We've got some nice brand newly designed t-shirts over there by Sean Nylon. Vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast gets you the video version, the original video versions of Monday Night Raw, thanks to Richard Land. That's over there at Vimeo.com. we also got the YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash MemphisCast. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. Please do not forget to uh, support our buddies, OVP and Booking the Territory. And until next time... When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Amsterdam, Jerry's tulips from Amsterdam.